Hey guys, it's your girl E. I am back with another podcast. Thank you for joining me again. Today's title of the podcast is called God Isn't Done With You Yet. I will be also going over a few scriptures as I try to do in all my messages that God gives me if it's also scripture based. So the first scripture that I'll be reading is from Matthew 19 verse 26 and then also Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1. Okay, so today's title is, God Isn't Done With You Yet. As I was in Bible study a few weeks ago and studying and going over some notes, I was pondering an event. And in this event, God just gave me a word. And in that word, I knew that God wanted me to use this for uh, my podcast. And I pray that I can articulate it the way that God gave it to me. And I pray that as I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit speaks to you and that you get what it is that you need to get from this message that God intends it and let it be a seed planted on the inside of you, right? Okay, so let's get into it. One of the things that God told me, he said that um, some of you have been through fire. Some of you have been through hell and back. And a lot of you have been through some trials. And, and it's not just 2020. It wasn't just the pandemic. Some of you have had new trials that started. Some of you, it's been pre-pandemic. And now you're probably in a season where you feel like, man, I, I've done been through it. When am I going to get a break? Is is what God says that I'm going to do? Am I going to still do it? You know, you have all these questions. And this, for some of you, some of you may not even have questions. Some of you may just be walking by faith. And you may not question God, but but God is telling me to tell you that he knows that that you are on a, the verge of being weary, right? But we all know that God's word says that um, be not weary in well-doing, right? So you've been doing good. You've been faithful. You've been tithing. You've been going to church. You've been fellowshipping. You've been praying. You've been doing what it is that God has telling you to do, but you may still feel like, man, you know, I keep going through the fire. I keep going through hell and back. And, and you're like, God, when is it my turn? When is it my break? And you may be thinking now that you're on the other side of, okay, I'm no longer in trials, but I may feel a little, little bit worn down. I may feel a little bit beat down. And and what God wants me to tell you is that God is saying, you may be down, but you're not down for the count. God is saying that I'm going to give you strength and you're going to be regaining your strength back. God says, you're going to get your bounce back. You're going to get it. God says, if you persevere, if if you keep being faithful, God says, I can do a suddenly. He says, I can do a suddenly in your life. If you just hold on. And, and when, when God says, hold on and, and keep the faith, God doesn't mean keep thinking about it in your mind. Okay, God, is this going to be the day? When are you going to do it? When God says, walk and remain faithful, because you think you're down for the count, continue to focus on what it is that he have you to do. Because if you're worrying, that worrying is going to introduce um, Satan in the picture because worrying is not letting God handle it. Worrying is not having faith. You got to have faith in order to activate what it is that God has for you. God says that he is not done with you yet. You may be thinking that you're out for the count, but you're not. And God says, no, you're not out for the count. And he says that it's not over until he says it's over and until he says it's finished. 
because God even has a, a he God even has a time slot in a in a time completion for the devil. If God can put a stop to the devil at a certain time, what makes you think that he is not going to bless you in due season? What makes you think that his word isn't going to come to pass in your life in due season? Right? And you may be wondering, well God, why did I have to go through this? Why why did I have to go through what I went through? And like I said before, some of you may not even question God. But God wanted me to tell you that his answer is still this. God is saying, I had to let you go down in order to bring you up higher. I had to let you lose some things so that the blessings this time are hit different. God said, I had to make it appear as though your enemies were winning so that I may get the glory and show my people that it is I, God, who has a final say in all battles. Right? Because when people look at your life, you may not feel like that your life is a testimony because you're going through something. Because when you're going through a trial, when you're going through fire, when you're going through setbacks, when you're going through, you know, people talking about you, when you're going through uh, people hating on you because, you know, you're a Christian, you cannot see that as you're being faithful to God, that you're being a living testimony because regardless of whether you believe it or not, regardless of whether you want to acknowledge it or not, people are watching you. They're looking at you to see what are you doing? How do you deal with this situation? How are you coping with, with, with the death of a loved one? How are you coping with the loss of a job? How are you coping with um, people spreading your business? How are you coping with people knowing things about you, whether it's true or not, in the rumors? How are you coping with life? People are looking at your life because they might they may not even believe in God or they may they may have some type of idea of God. But God is saying that if you go through this and you get your bounce back, they're going to see and you're going to be a living witness that God wasn't through with you yet. And they're going to think and say, "Well, what is this God you serve? Who is he? How how were you able to come back from that?" Because they're going to look at your life and say, you know what? I've had some family members that went through the same thing you went through. And they dead and gone in the ground. They had a hard life. But you came through it. You got through it. And you got through it in your right mind. You could have lost your mind. And you got through it without the drugs. And you got through it without the prostitution. And you got through it without the hard heart. How did you do it? You're going to be able to get on the other side of the testimony if you just get on the other side of what God has for you. God said he had to orchestrate the ultimate showdown. So in the meantime, I want you to give yourself some credit. Because whether you realize it or not, you are faithful in the little things during that season. And some of you, it may be this season. It may be your current season. And God wanted me to tell you that you were not perfect, but you were faithful. And I'm going to say that again. God wants me to tell you that you were not perfect, but you were faithful. Somebody say faithful. Say it and repeat it. I want you to say the word faithful. God isn't looking for a perfect Christian because none of us are perfect. None of us are going to be perfect. God is looking for a faithful Christian. A Christian who does not waver in their faith and a and a Christian who is on fire for God. That's what God is looking for. Perfection will only happen 
once God calls you to leave this earth and you get into the spiritual realm and you get to heaven and you transition, that's when you will be made perfect. And there were a few characters in the Bible who they could have been um, looked at as being down, as being down and out, right? But they wasn't. Moses was down for the count. When he ran away from 40 years, it looked that he, he it looked as though he would have never come back. But God called him back because God says, I have a bounce back for you. And God told Moses, I'm not through with you yet. When I call you, you will complete the call on your life. Jonah was down for the count. He turned the other way and said, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm out. But God called him back. Yeah, he had to he had to uh, be swallowed by a fish and was in and was was in the fish's belly. But even in the midst of of the 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 slime and in the intestines, God still called him back out. God spoke to the fish and had the fish spit Jonah out because God says, "When I said I'm not done with you yet, I'm not done with you yet." Ezekiel was down for the count. He tried to quit and give up. And he went through a little mini depression, but God still called him back. God could call any one of you, any one of us up out of what we got ourselves into and says, you know what? Because I said I'm not done with you yet. And I know your beginning from, he says, I know your ending from the beginning. What you're going through and what you went through will be used by God. The good, the bad, the ugly, the mistakes, the the, um, God-ordained trials will bring out of you strength, tenacity, grace, stamina, peace, meekness, all the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But you got to let God use you because all of it will be used and God is saying nothing will be wasted. In Matthew chapter 19, verses 26, Jesus looked on them and said, With man, this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. And you're wondering how it will all come together. But God is saying, don't, don't even worry about that because I got you. Because again, in Matthew 19, verse 26, God said that with me, all things are possible. So you may be looking at your situation from a carnal perspective, from your human mind, from your human cognitive abilities. And you may be thinking, God, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. And God is saying, good, I'm glad you don't know how you're going to get through with it. And I'm not going to give you the thought to even to think how you're going to get through with it. Because God says that I am God for a reason. Because God is saying when he brings you out, you are going to know that it was him. This is why God doesn't give us the, the, the powerful thoughts that we need sometimes when we're in a situation. And the only thing that we have the grace to do is to pray. And this is something that God just put on my heart. God gave Paul, um, Paul who was once named Saul. When Paul was in prison, when, when, they, um, when he was with, um, what's his name? Oof when oh i forgot okay so paul was with it, it was one of his his right hand man and they both were thrown in prison and paul praised god and he prayed and in a midnight hour after he prayed it says that the shackles fell off his feet and the angel had opened up the prison 
Paul didn't know how he was going to come out of prison, but all Paul knew was that God gave him a praise. And he started praising and he started praying and he started worshiping. And once Paul took his mind off of being in prison and he aligned himself with the desires that the Holy Spirit put on his heart that God wanted him to do, that's when God took care of him. Your situation may not look great. You may have had a baby out of wedlock. And this means having a baby before marriage. Maybe you are being labeled as a single parent, a no-good parent, a no-good husband, a no-good wife. Maybe you were labeled as a prostitute. Maybe you were labeled as a black sheep of the family. Something you were labeled, God says, I can turn it all around. God says, I'll make your latter days better than your beginnings. And that's Job chapter 8, verses 7. And you may be thinking, why God? Why me? Why do you feel like you, you want me to overcome? God is saying, because I know how to take what's called dung, trash, foolishness. And God says that I can take the least among you and confound the wise. So that people may know that it, it wasn't your wisdom. It wasn't your stature. It wasn't your money. It wasn't your things that got you to where you were. It was me. Sometimes God could do things that, that will have people talking and maybe thinking, man, I have all these degrees. I have all this experience. And yet here I am. And then God can take a homeless person and clean them up. And they can reach so many people and have the biggest platform. And then come into to, to wealth to bless other people. And people may be thinking, well, why didn't God use the one that was already on that platform? God said, because I, d I didn't have to. Because I'm God. Why can't I call a homeless person over a person who's already working a six-figure job? Why can't I? It's me. And then God also wanted me to say, he's also saying to you, you have to let him work it out. You may have the head knowledge that God can do all things. But God says, God is saying, you have to get it from your head to your heart to your body. Because you may have head knowledge of something but still not do the right things. God is saying, you have to let him work it out in a season. Some of you want to assist God in his orchestration. But God is saying, just focus on my word. Focus on what I am telling you to do and let me handle the rest. Be like Paul. Praise God, pray, worship, and as you're praising and you're focusing on God, God is taking care of the rest in the background. And when you look up, the shackles are going to be off your feet. The gate is going to be open, and that is going to be your time. You got to give God time to work it out. And it's not that God is slow or incapable or that he wants to move slow on purpose, but God has his time set for everything under the sun. And you can find that in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1. And I'm going to read to you from the King James Version. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under, under the heaven. There's a time and a place for everything. But if you're rushing God, if you're not focused, if you're not paying attention, you can even miss God's timing. And it's not that God won't turn around and come back and, 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 and get you again. But God is saying, just focus on him. 
God is saying, don't waste your time worried about what could have been, what should have been. God says the past is the past. But if you let him and you give him time, he's going to work it out. Because God is not through with you yet. He is not done with you yet. Give him time. Wait it out. You may be worn out. And you may think that you're down for the count, but God is saying you're not down for the count. You may be down, but you're not out. God said, you're not out of the game. I still got you. You may be feeling discouraged. You may even be confused, which is not from God. It's from the enemy. You may even feel inadequate. And sometimes feeling inadequate is a good thing. You may feel uncomfortable. That's a good thing. Because when God does it, you'll know that, man, it sure wasn't me. Because God cannot work through a person who's prideful and who's egotistical. And in this season, God is saying, you are going to have to learn how to ignore your feelings from time to time. And you're going to have to learn how to navigate your feelings. Learning how to navigate your feelings will come in handy When the enemy is trying to set a trap to get you to mess up your own destiny. Because if you're in your head too much, if you're in your feelings too much, guess what? You'll probably quit. You'll be so discouraged that you said, you know what, God, I ain't going to wait for you. I'm going to just go ahead and and bounce. But if you get your head out of your feelings, if you you get your, your mind out of your head, and if you get your mind out of your feelings, and you stop focusing on how uncomfortable you're feeling and, and how inadequate you're feeling and, and, focus on, and focusing on your discouragement, and you just work and you just do, God is saying, I'm going to keep pushing you step by step. And God is asking you today, and I'll say this before closing, God is asking you today, Do you really think that God has allowed you to survive all of the attacks, all of the rumors, all of the name callings, all of the things that were true? God says, do you really think that I've allowed you to survive all these attacks from the enemy just so he can get you within his gates to die? The answer is no, because God has a plan for the after attacks. He says, your life is bigger and better than your trials. And God is saying, there is no such thing, but I, God, will get the glory. God is saying, I didn't bring you this far for me to give up on you. You ever heard that saying? You have not got this far to give up now. God is saying, I have not taken you this far. I have not brought you this far to quit on you now. Let him get the glory out of your life. He's not done with you yet. I promise you on everything I love, God is not through with you yet. Everything under the sun has its timing. If there's a seed time, there's going to be harvest time. If there's a harvest time, it's because there was a seed time. The seed time took time and the harvest time is going to have to take time. But you know what's also going to have to take time? That in between. There's always a time in between planting a season and actual harvest. And those are called seasons and transitions. Seasons and transitions. 
those are the times in your life and in other people's lives where you are probably going to be the weakest. The weakest. Your flesh may be attacked. Your mind may be attacked. There may be some spiritual attacks. But in your transitions and in your in your in-between seasons, you got to know how to hunker down and get in the presence of God. Because that's the only thing and that's the only person that's going to protect you in your transitions. Because if you don't finish your transitions and you quit and you give up, you're not going to you're not going to um be able to see a harvest. And if you quit how can you be a living testimony? If you quit, how can you how can you be a living witness that God um, did in your life what he, he said he was going to do? So what I'm saying to you today is give God time. Give him some time to work it out. You gave the devil time. You gave your exes some time. You gave the wrong people some time. God is saying, give me time. Just like how you gave everybody else time, give me time. Let me work it out. Let me make your latter days better than your beginning. Because I am that powerful. And I pray that you receive this word. And that you don't quit. And that you don't give up. I don't care if you got to cry. Go to therapy. Seek help. But one thing I do not want you to do is quit. Because God isn't going to quit on you and God isn't going to give up on you. So you do not give up on yourself and you do not give up on God. You cannot see it. But sometimes that's a good thing. Because when sometimes when you can't see it, sometimes that brings out more faith in you than a person who can see the vision and who's almost there. So I pray that you receive this word and that this word is is sent forth and and it does what it's supposed to do in your life. And I pray that the seeds planted on the inside of you will spring forth and that you grab hold of the word of God. And you and you grab hold of the promises of God. And you take the sword, which is the word, and you take it and you meditate on it. And you pray and you fast and you praise God. And and you become obedient to him. And keep remaining faithful. Not perfect, but faithful in the small things. Because God is saying, if you can be faithful in the small things and in the beginning, God says, I know you're going to be faithful in the bigger things. And I pray all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.